You guys sounded right on. Groovy. Raymond was like five hours late. He just clapped on my screen. No. <laughs> <laughs> I sure hope not. <laughs> oh, I was uh, looking today. There was a. Uh, they're doing a giant. There's this big prop warehouse mm-hmm. that's doing a giant auction in LA this September, mm-hmm. and they put out their catalog of the stuff. And I was like, shit, I'll just look through just to see what's there. Uh-oh. And some of the stuff they got, and for the price they have it going for, <laughs> that's dangerous. They had um, a lot of Back to the Future stuff. The scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. They have puppets of Christopher Lloyd and Michael Wilson, who's Biff. Mm -hmm. They have puppets of them for when they do far-off shots of them flying the DeLorean. But the picture in the catalog is a a close-up of their puppets, and it is terrifying. It was never meant for that close. Uh-uh. No. You imagine just like you having that in your passenger seat at all times, just with you in your car yeah. while you're driving. But they had uh, Ron Burgundy's blue suit mm. for oh, okay. three, three to five thousand is what they thought it was going for. But the ones that I was seriously considering selling my soul for was uh, Fat Bastard's costume for <laughs> $900. And Austin's Austin Powers' robe from, I believe it was from Goldmember. Sure. For like seven to nine hundred dollars. Why are they That's like doing, a doing Austin Powers so dirty? That's so cheap. Know. Amy Adams' disco dress from American Hustle was only like three hundred. Jeez. And I, I looked for like thirty minutes and only made it through like the first like part of the catalog. It's a huge sale that they're doing. Is it Fat Bastard like when he's naked? It is well, all of the com- no. It is all the components to the suit. So it's like his hat and wig and accessories. And it's sweat. not the actual fat suit. Oh, oh! It's just all the stuff that you would put on to the fat suit. Gotcha. That's how incredibly specific! I think nine hundred yeah. bucks is too high for that. <laughs> yeah. But then they also had like the the model for the Nostromo from Alien. Oh shit! Oof. And the the sports almanac from Back to the Future. Well, how much was that going for? A lot. Yeah, that's like <laughs> yeah, a because collector would want that. Then you would like know like who 40, won 000. like the baseball games if you bought that. Right. So yeah, even yeah. though we're out of date by this point. Uh no, they just it can always it'll always tell you the future of those baseball games. Right. Oh, is that it's how that works? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Even though on the front of that it like ends at the year two thousand. Which hasn't happened yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you know what is about to happen? What's that? This next episode of Never Seen Any of This. Perfect. My name is Andy. I'm Sammy. And I'm Raymond. And uh, I forgot we were recording a podcast for a minute. <laughs> we were just talking about movie props. <laughs> talking about them props. Uh, we're uh, missing TJ right now. He's uh, moving, it, uh, moving out of his house and into another place, so... He's busy. He's busy, but that's okay. He's he's with us in spirit. Yeah. yeah. He, in fact, I'm pretty sure he has seen this movie. I'm sure he probably has. Yeah. Oh yeah. I thought for I, sure Andy had that you had seen this movie, and that's why you were picking it. 
No, I picked this because I had not seen the movie. And the well, movie that I picked was uh, Taika Waititi's The Hunt for the Wilder People. Yeah. And, Raymond, uh, had you seen it? Nope. Okay, I well. have heard nothing but good things, but I had right. not seen it. Yeah, Yeah, because, I mean, this isn't... I don't know if this is technically the one that like put Taika on the map, because the, what's the one before not. this? What's uh, the one What he, We Do in the Shadows. What were the, we, no, well, right. before, what was his first one, then? The Boy? Eagle versus Shark. He had he had a really really small one that played at like only festivals, uh-huh. and then he had whale and shark or whale versus shark that uh, was a little more popular. See, I do not like that movie. Oh, <laughs> yeah, really? I haven't seen either. Really of those. unfortunate. I'll have to go back and rewatch it because it's him and um, uh, oh I've forgotten his name now, but from Fly of the Concords. Oh, Jermaine. Uh huh. Yeah. That's, well, and that's then... how they got together. He directed a few episodes of Flight of the Concords. Sure, which that's funny. Which that's kind of what really put him on the map. And then uh. I have to do what we do in the shadows, which led to this, which led directly into Thor, I believe. Yeah, because this is 2016. Yeah. Yeah. So he did do and, one called Boy. That's the one I was thinking. Yeah. Of, but that wasn't his first yeah. thing that he did. But that one had like won a bunch of awards. Yeah, I've not seen that one. I think that one's a little harder that to find. Oh really? Yeah, this actually was the first, like, New Zealand, like, funded production to make more than a million dollars at the New Zealand box office. Oh. Because, like, the Lord of the Rings were not funded by New Zealand. Right. They're, they were filmed there, but they were New Line and technically, um, I believe technically Warner. American, mm-hmm. yeah, American productions. No, Pete Jackson. So. Where's well, he from, yeah. Andy? Wellington. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to do your Cockney accent of Peter Jackson. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't do any such thing. <laughs> that doesn't exist. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, but uh, I'm a big fan of, of Taika. I really, really like what we do in the shadows. Yep. And uh, the show that's currently on. I've talked about it on here before, but mm-hmm. I think that's probably one of the funniest shows on tv right now it is one of my favorite shows on right now and a show that i really didn't have very much confidence in because i was like i don't know how they're gonna like do a whole show out of this yeah it's gonna be the same joke as the movie they're just gonna take the movie and like make it smaller but it's like very different and actually takes things a whole lot further than the movie did and i like that a lot um and have they been uh renewed for more seasons yeah and they just and they just got nominated for best comedy series at the Emmys too. Sweet, nice. So, um, and Taika got like several nominations at the Emmys this year. Not only for what we do in the shadows, but also for Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. So, so good for him. He's great. I love yeah. him so much. <laughs> I mean, he just won. He just won best adapted screenplay for Jojo Rabbit, which was one of my favorite movies of last year. I yeah, almost I'm just let it. Seen that here. Yeah, because when oh. it when the movie ended, it was like next up Jojo Rabbit. And I was like, I should just let it run. I should just keep going. I should, yeah, because that's a great movie. That was yeah. Oh, that was I, my top favorite for that the year. It was up. I, I it was either my, I can't remember the movies that came out the year it came out, but it was either first or second for me. About how much I really like that movie. It's only yeah. last year. Yeah, was that only year. last year? Holy <laughs> <Yes>. shit! <laughs> <laughs> that's not right. I think it was the movie that I wanted to win because I didn't think that Parasite had a chance in hell. And then uh, I won the ninth Oh, so I guess happening. it was third because I think I had Parasite and then 1917 where I wanted to. 
I was like, man, I know Parasite's not going to win. I'd really like if Jojo Rabbit won. And then as the night went on, I was like, what? Oh, What's maybe. <laughs> yeah, I remember vote? being like, I went, didn't, because my family does the voting for the Oscars thing. I like didn't vote for Parasite for anything. Because I was like, it's not going to win. It should, but it won't. And then I was like, oh, it did. <laughs> yeah. Proved you wrong. Yeah. Did, uh, I don't know if we said, did, did this, did Wilder People win anything? Uh, not awesome. Not Academy-wise, I don't believe. It no. wasn't nominated i don't believe so i think it won it did very well on the festival circuit and sam neill i think won some acting awards at different mm. festivals i love the kid in this and the first thing i've seen him in was in deadpool 2 where he's yeah, playing I, almost I, I the same to, character i was but. trying to figure out where i'd seen him and it was like he doesn't have very many credits i was like oh deadpool 2 yeah <laughs> yeah and he's great in that I too i think he's so funny movie. yeah He's a funny kid. Mm-hmm. Which he do- he plays a very similar character, but I think right. it works really well for that movie. Mm-hmm. But, right, it's exactly what they're going for. Yeah. Yeah, I almost but, watched this movie a couple months ago because when everyone was like in lockdown quarantine, uh, the band Bastille, they were doing a fun thing where they were picking different countries and watching like a movie from that country and then getting mm-hmm. people on to talk about it. And they picked this for New Zealand. And then they were able to get Taika Waititi on and they did like a Instagram oh, live oh, interview awesome. with him. Beautiful. So I watched the interview where they were asking him questions and stuff, but I didn't watch the movie. The best part is, uh, I mean, it was great to see Taika because his, his, it's like he was in like his storage room and it was like just pile high with just like trash and stuff. And he was just like hanging out with his daughter, just what? like, hey, what's, what's going on? And that's when he had just shaved his head. His kids would let him shave his head. So that way he was just like talking about that. But Bastille then did a cover of the um, uh, the, the Ricky Baker song, the, the oh. birthday song. <laughs> they did like a cover of it on Instagram. It was awesome. It was great. <laughs> so, some of my favorite parts of this movie are just like Sam Neill in bewilderment reacting to the things that are happening around uh-huh. <laughs> yes like in that scene he's just he, the look the expression on his face is just like what in the hell is happening and then he like and then coughs when the like smoke gets in his face yeah. <laughs> like that's his only reaction <laughs> and then later it's like he has the same reaction when ricky is like dancing to his walkman uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. he's sitting there watching him <laughs> sam neil is a treasure and i love him so him much. him on instagram right now is wild he is like because crazy <laughs> Yeah, he lives on a farm, and so then he's he just doing it. like quarantine, like quote unquote, like movies. They're like ten minute shorts, and he gets like random people to like film, and then he places them together, and they're just these weird quarantine movies that he did during this time. Like they're so bizarre too. Yeah, <laughs> he's just having a good time, and then he just started Jurassic World. He just started filming for that. Mm. Gonna show up in oh, that. Yeah, it's so fun. I realized I hadn't seen him in anything other than Jurassic Park movies, and like the internet clips of him so i'd never seen sam neill in a movie outside of the jurassic park franchise so i'm like, trying to think if i have like, either but i mean uh, like i watched i started watching this like oh yeah i guess he could do other stuff i forget yeah. that he's like a very talented man <laughs> he i believe he was nominated for uh the piano sure piano I remember my my grandparents really liking the Alcatraz movie or TV show that he did a couple years ago. I mean, it didn't go very far, but I remember oh, yeah. them like really liking that show. But I didn't watch that. Yeah. He well, he was in uh, Thor Ragnarok. Right. He's the. He, makes, uh, he d- he's just for a second though. He's just in that play, right? Yeah, he's the, yeah. He's the, the fake play. Odin. <laughs> mm. I love seeing the. Um, 
the lady in this one that's hunting mm-hmm. them down, she's also in Thor Ragnarok as I think uh, there's a, a his lot sidekick. Of people, yeah. A lot of the people in this movie were also in Thor Ragnarok. Which is great. Probably because I they filmed that in New Zealand, so he oh, yeah. probably was able to get most of the people that worked on this to come <laughs> make cameos. I, I struggled with her motivation in this movie. I was trying to figure out, like, why is she hunting him? Because at first I was like, I figured she just wanted to get the kid, but then... Like she's like, no kid left behind. But then keep keep like kept talking about how awful the kid was. So it's like, what is your motivation for getting this kid? I, I read it as a like commentary on the child services in New Zealand. Okay. And like the because every police officer you meet is kind of like a goofy like guy that, that doesn't really care about anything. The only one that like cares that can like bring in the army is child services. <laughs> I kind of read it as like a satire on the new zealand government yeah but i thought that yeah that scene when she's on the news and they're like asking about like where is the kid like gonna be all right and she's like no he's awful and like lists off all those things that he's done no no child left behind no child left behind no child left behind don't know what that means means. i I just love that that reiterates uh he's he's done some vandalism some spitting yeah that's what i was gonna say when it first first lists that stuff and it's showing him doing it it's like (laughs) spitting (laughs) running away (laughs) it was so funny there's i i just feel like and it's in most of taika watiti's movies his like the whimsical like just how the how like the real it's not real like how people react to things and just how how they like what they say to each other and stuff isn't like what people would really say, but that's like part of the world of this is that it's just mm-hmm. like a quirky kind of how uh, people react. The the visual comedy of this movie is like identical to Jojo Rabbit. Mm-hmm. It's oh, very fine. easy, like all the camera movements and the kind of gag, the visual gags that it does are very like, very similar. When Bella is hunting the the hog and it like zooms in on the knife <laughs> and then she jumps. Like, mm-hmm. like that kind like, of stuff. Way covered in, in like fake blood after that. Yeah, yeah. I love Taika Waititi. I will protect him at all at all costs. <laughs> he just does yeah. great things. He's just, I'm gonna have yeah. to give Eagle versus Shark a rewatch because I watched yeah. that based on my love of Flight of the Concords because that's something I found really early on in my teenage years and I loved it and so I was like oh Jermaine's in this I'll watch it and then like I don't think I laughed once what is but, what is it uh he's like a, a a loser who bonds with another like loser girl and they like try and confront people who have bullied them but it's, okay. it's all I mean it is like hard R awkward comedy mm. kind of like uh, they're it's it's very much like cringe humor to an extreme. It's two thousand seven, so it's like just extreme cringe humor, and I yeah. could not get into it. But at this point, knowing more of what um, Taika's done, I think I might go back and see if I can appreciate it more. Right, because yeah. that's the only thing. That's the only thing that gave me pause about this. Was like, uh, this is this is. I mean, this is quite a bit newer. But I was like, that's still not like I know him from Thor Ragnarok onward. Right. So I don't know if I. I necessarily trusted that this movie was going to be good, but I was very pleasantly surprised that this was, like... It took me, like, 20 minutes to get into, but after that, I was along for the ride the whole rest of the way. Yeah. yeah. I think that Taika... 
kind of excels at like the really good natured humor. Mm-hmm. Like it's very well intentioned and like sweet natured humor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think maybe when he's working in a PG thirteen room, which I believe everything from what we do in the shadows on is only a PG thirteen. And like he is he has some of that more like uh edgy humor uh-huh. here and there, but nothing insane. Like Jojo Rabbit is still a movie about Nazis, but it's right. it's PG thirteen. It it's PG-13. a very sweet movie. Yes, yeah. His and like the messages that he has in his movies are always uh-huh. they always hit pretty pretty well. And like at the end of this movie, when when in the epilogue, when he goes and talks to Sam Neill after he gets mm-hmm. out of prison, another thing that I was like, man, in New Zealand, if you go on like a manhunt, do you really only have to go to jail for like? six months or something like that yeah see i wonder if it had to do with for a year a year or something like that. yeah he was in that he was in that rehab facility afterwards but right um the boy had only been there like out for a year i I bet the like the hearing thing helped with Uh that because i'm sure the kid like explained Mm -hmm. what happened and that yeah so i'm sure that probably helped there but the dad was so weird. That girl, that that girl's dad, stoner dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he was like, man, you're famous, but like, he's famous because he's like captured and or like potentially like kidnapped, yeah. and his reaction uh-huh. is like, oh, I want a selfie with you, yeah, man. Mallard keep it up. That. See you later. <laughs> like I was just like, oh, that's his reaction. <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, it was probably more of like he trusted that this kid knew what he was doing. More yeah. than the people that were trying to catch it. <laughs> that was, yeah, I thought that was funny. It, it, uh, t- it took me a good minute to really get into this, but by the time, like, when, when Bella dies, that threw me off. Like, for a, mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about this movie. It's like, that threw me for a loop. And then, like, it really starts getting going right from there with, like, how the tone changes and, and how it picks up speed. Yeah. The fucking... I was sold once Taika Waititi himself is the minister as the minister <laughs> mixed messaging service for a funeral. Yeah. I was on board after that. It's so it's like every other scene from there on is like either a comedic bit or it is like very serious and it is like switching between them so effectively that yeah, like I think that's a thing. Every time not- I laughed I was like also really invested in it. Uh-huh. It's not super jarring in the way that mm-hmm. it goes in between those two tonal shifts because mm-hmm. you believe that it's the same world. It's not right. It's not like a hard shift from oh we're laughing and then oh now now we're really sad. It felt like it was mm-hmm. the same characters going through each scene, uh-huh. which I think is really really showing of how good of a director he is. Mm-hmm. I think because I I was like for it right from the beginning just because I was like oh this kid's great like I and there mm-hmm. he's like a rebel kid or whatever so i was liking it from the beginning i think i think where i was struggling a little bit was when they were running from the cops i feel like that part was like a little too long of them just like it just was montage and then another montage of them just running from the cops that part there for me was the part where i was like oh, okay i did love where what's where the same pack of guys over and over and over right like he was like oh they're cops the cops they'll never find us and then they're right there he's like oh and then they gotta run again <laughs> so that was i was just like where are they where's the end goal because i thought the end goal was going to be they dumped her ashes like mm-hmm. i thought that was the like that's what where we were headed but that was mm-hmm. wasn't the end of the movie so i was just like where where's it going i guess where, where i was like okay they're they're still running kind of a thing yeah 
there was no plan until they had to have one. Right. <laughs> Where he burns his body and says, as you can see in the cabin, my burned body. And she goes up to it. She's like, this isn't a child. He's like, how do you know? <laughs> like a burnt teen. Yeah. <laughs> he writes that letter that no one ever sees because he accidentally lights the entire thing. Right. Up. Yeah. <laughs> but just the fact that she has like rubs her finger on it. She's like, this isn't him. It's like, yeah, obviously. A paper plate with the face drawn up. Yeah. I liked the continuing gag of the trail mix that she offered him. Uh-huh. Yes. As a, because the the other police officer was eating it later on. <laughs> Throughout, yep. like, the next three scenes, you see him eating it. Yeah. And that's another thing that I love, so like, good. the that they're just using New Zealand slang through the whole thing. Because they don't call it trail mix. They call it whatever they call it, like Scoggins or something like that. Yeah. But, like, I don't need it explained that that's what it is. And that's what I really like, too. Is like, a lot of the times, they, like, they call themselves, what is it, Scrux? Scucks. Scucks, yeah. And he's like, you don't have to explain what that is. Because you just, you know, like, just goes in with the movie that you're just along for it, which I love. Right. I mean, he tries to explain what it is. Not very well. but <laughs> Yeah, gangster. <laughs> Well, and I thought like the 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 stuff in the bush was really interesting. Like mm-hmm. the there was like the the little cabins that are just like there if you're lost. In they're just like public housing. Sure, that you can it go was, use it was if you're like out in the for bush. Uh, camping guides and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, if you're out in the wilderness. Yeah, like wildlife guides and stuff. Which like that's pretty neat. And then uh, Psycho Sam shows up as oh, a bush. Yeah. Reece oh yeah, Darby. <laughs> He's so I good. I love him so much. <laughs> I love when he's like, oh, I got an underground bunker. And then he's like, oh, I haven't dug oh, it, I yet. Dig it yet. I haven't. <laughs> oh, what was his truck's name? Like, Crumbie or something like that? Chumbie? Yeah, uh, whatever like, it was. Yeah. He, I loved that you could tell how much he loved that truck. Yeah. <laughs> Just the fact that it was running, he liked that. Oh, <laughs> uh, Restarby's great. A, a welcome addition to anything. I think yes. he's in... All of Taika's movies? Is he, he in Thor Ragnarok? I was gonna say I don't. He, I don't remember seeing him in Thor unless he's he might a voice. Not be in, he might not be in Thor Ragnarok. I just feel like my family just always knows him from Jumanji. That's like right. the thing that oh, people yeah. know him for now is because he's the Jumanji guy. Right. He was in Flight of the Concords. That was his. Oh yeah, I loved him in Flight of the Concords. Yeah. Oh, and isn't he? What yeah, he's a werewolf in What We Do in yeah. the Shadows, right? Yeah. We're werewolves, not swearwolves. <laughs> yeah, he's great. But yeah, I was, I was, I wanting to watch this one. This, I wanted to pick one that I hadn't seen yet. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know Raymond that you hadn't seen Jojo Rabbit. I may have picked that one, knowing that you uh, hadn't seen it. Yeah, you guys both have seen it. I just have not had the ability to watch it. I do now. I think, right, because it's on Hulu. It is on, is it yeah. on Hulu? Yeah, because that's what I was watching on Hulu, and, and it said next up is JoJo Rabbit. I was going to say, it's on like, HBO. Oh. I, yeah. The, the, the Hulu interface it only gets worse with every update. So yes. oh, unless yeah. you know what yeah. you're looking for, you can't find shit. Right. <laughs> right. Yes. Even yeah, that's though, a, when that's I was a typing really in this, I typed in, I tried, I typed in Hunt, and I still had to go over to a third tab that was Movies because it kept trying to show me separate titles of like TV episodes named Hunt. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, the because first thing that popped up for, good, for me was the Hunter x Hunter was the first thing yeah, that popped up for Hunter me, and I was like, yeah. yeah, I was like, I mean, I am only watching anime right now, but I need to watch this movie for the podcast. <laughs> 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 fucking I'm, 
I'm, I'm impressed that you actually went through with it, considering you were forced to only watch anime during. August. Yeah, it was. It, yeah. I almost. It was a struggle. That man that's in your ha- in the corner of your house, keeping the gun pointed on you all August, could say yep. that you have to watch anime. Yeah. It made me scared shh, to come over. Shh, he's wa- He's listening. Shh. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> He'll know that I watch this movie. <laughs> Can we not release this one until uh, September, please? <laughs> until September. <laughs> what is so? Yeah. What's he doing now? He's doing the next Thor movie. Right. Yeah. He's and doing Love and Thunder. And what'd you say, Raymond? Mandalorian. He's oh, got right, like yeah. multiple episodes in season two. Sweet. And I believe he, I don't know if he has, I'll have to look it up, but he was scheduled to early this year be filming another original movie that's based on a documentary. Mm. Okay. About a soccer team. It oh. was kind of an, it was kind of an interesting thing that was like, it's this kind of goofy soccer team documentary that he was going to make into a comedy. Hmm. So, and I, it was supposed to film like right either before or after the Oscars were happening this year, but I think it may have been pushed because of the Jojo Rabbit um, run oh, at the Oscars. Next goal wins. Yes. That's That's what it's, it's in post-production now. Uh, oh. He is assigned so he to Flash it. Gordon. Ooh. Oh my god. <laughs> that and would be awesome. The Star Wars movie in 2020. That's right. I forgot that he, he was going to do... He got he signed, signed on for on Star, Star Wars, Wars. And he... Him being attached to something that I had zero interest in until I found out he was attached to it. He is doing a Willy Wonka series for Netflix. And huh. I was like, I don't want that. I don't want a Willy Wonka series. I don't want to watch anything like that. And then right. they said, he's doing a cartoon based on Oompa Loompas. And he's oh, probably perfect. going to voice the Oompa Loompas. And <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> well now I'm interested. I mean, who knows if that Star Wars movie will end up happening. But because he's been doing... I mean, getting nominated for The Mandalorian, it's better chance that that'll actually happen. Because lately, every time someone gets announced for a Star Wars movie, by the time it actually comes around there, it doesn't end up happening. So here's to hoping that he actually gets to do it. I think a lot of that was coming from um, how flippant they are and knee-jerk reaction they have been to movies that have been coming out, but there's no Star Wars movies on the docket to be coming out for a while. Yeah. So I, f- I feel like that'll actually give them time to develop some and then once... I think that's been the biggest problem with Lucasfilm the the last year since, since probably the end of The Last Jedi, mm-hmm. is that they've been going, we don't have any plan of what we're doing, we just want to hire good people Mm-hmm. And and they'll take it in a direction, but then every time there's fan backlash from a very toxic fandom, they go, "Okay, well, what do we gotta fix?" I like and to like, imagine that they have planned out Mandalorian so well that in 2025 it's going to be like the end movie for Mandalorian. Like they just know that already. Yeah. That would be cool. <laughs> like they've already have I mean, all the, the seasons planned out that that will be like the last movie that take a world right. So it's like. It, There's a chance, the yeah. It, so it's possible. Yeah. Anything's possible with the Mandalorian, right? And I mean, like I feel, as much as I love the Last Jedi, I feel like that it what the in. You I like the Last Jedi? Oh, oh, I love. Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> but as much as I love the Last Jedi, I feel like it may have been more beneficial for the entire trilogy as a whole if they had one person overseeing all three movies, right? right. Rather than yeah, that works. That works Johnson. so well for the prequels with George Lucas looking over all three of those. Yeah, somebody that's not George. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and it worked well for the original because it did have George. I mean, we both we, we like the prequels, so what am I saying? I right. don't know. 
Also, the prequels probably could have been better had he not been directing them. He could have still been overseeing them and producing and, Mm -hmm. like, having a plan for the the trilogy. Because, like, the core idea of the prequel trilogy I don't think is a bad idea. I don't think that's what the problem with those movies is. Right. It's the execution of them. Right. Right. And so, like, I feel like, like, The Rise of Skywalker, a lot of my problems with that movie is how rushed and everything is packed in if if half of the rise of skywalker was the second movie in a trilogy i feel like it would feel a lot more authentic and might go over a little bit better because they'd have Mm. more time some things that they had to just kind of throw out the window or feel like they got shafted might feel a little bit more developed had it been two movies Mm -hmm. yeah right and i think that's what's really I think that's what's really working for the Mandalorian is because it's a TV series and not just a movie. Right, and they had yeah. it's it's the guy who did Clone Wars, so it's like yes. they've got it, they've got the visual effects with John Favreau leading that one, and they've exactly. got Dave Filoni writing it. So it's like mm-hmm. the guy who's the most immersed in Star Wars lore currently is the guy behind it, and he already's been plotting shows forever. Yeah. Well, and yeah, it's like you have someone like John Favreau who knows how to produce really well. Mm-hmm. And has has a lot of experience with like big budget franchises like mm-hmm. that, you know, and he learned from Marvel. I mean, he started the Marvel Universe basically right. with Iron Man. But he's been there since the beginning. So like, if there's anybody that's gonna know how to make a connected universe like that work, it's John Favreau is not a bad bet. And then you got Dave Filoni, who's like arguably the biggest Star Wars fan on the place on the face of the earth. <laughs> That's like a perfect pairing to mm-hmm. run a show. Yeah. So. I love Very the um, <laughs> series of photos of Taika Waititi just sleeping on set. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those are my favorite. The, the first picture of him back on set filming Thor is him sleeping. sleeping with the mask on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just I the best him. guy. Just I, I couldn't imagine working with him. I feel like it would just be so much fun. <laughs> Did you see the Instagram videos of him doing the Marvel mandated like watch along that they were doing at the beginning of quarantine? Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> no. He had to do. Oh my god, it's so good. I'm sure there's clips of it on YouTube. Uh, so like, all the studios, Disney oh, included, were like I remember. making their their people do like their directors do like watch alongs live with like live director commentaries. So yeah, his was. Like he was on Instagram live doing. I did. I, I went on and watched a. I now that I watched. Yeah, like I went on yeah. and watched, and it was him and Mark Ruffalo, and he like uh-huh. walked away from the movie, and they were just chatting. He didn't he wasn't yeah. even talking about. He left the room with the movie going. There's a good solid chunk of time where he just decided he was hungry and needed to make dinner for like his family, and he's like, "Well, I I have to do this." So, and he's watching the movie on his laptop and like. <laughs> doing it like doing the thing from his phone so he's just got the phone pointed at the laptop where you can watch him watching the movie while also cooking (laughs) yeah he's just cooking it like not even looking at the movie it's so good yeah him just talking with ruffalo and like yeah he literally leaves his laptop they stop talking about the movie and they're just chatting it was great (laughs) that's more interesting right at this point the, the soundtrack to this movie was a lot of fun uh, there's yes. a lot of cool choices. I you know you don't see too much stuff that's filmed in New Zealand that's meant to be New Zealand. So it was neat to see, like, 
the landscape not as painted by Lord of the Rings and right. like, the bush and like the, the natural stuff not painted in a fantasy setting. I thought that was pretty neat. I did love the him referencing Lord of the Rings though, right. where, where he's trying to talk like oh. he's like he's like I was trying to tell you it's like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because as soon as that like shot happened, I, I immediately went, that, that looks like Lord of the Rings. Right, and yeah. <laughs> starts mouthing that to Sam Neill. I was like, oh my god. So I, I noticed it with the second Warthog that I didn't notice with the first one. The second one was definitely CGI. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Was the first one? I think partially, but I think when she was like stabbing it and stuff, it was a puppet. Okay, because I, I there was a couple shots of the second one that I was like, oh, it's a puppet, and there was a couple times where I was like, it's definitely a C- CG, yeah, because yeah. it's the, it's the way bigger than an actual warthog would be. Well, that's not <laughs> yeah. true. Oh, really? They think like a wild boar can be like a thousand pounds. Ugh, that's but, terrifying. Yeah, like if you encountered one, you could use it for a movie, you know? right? Yeah. So it's like, I, if you wanted to have that scary of a creature, you got to go CG. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then. The dog dies. Yeah. Andy. I, I <laughs> Andy know. I'm, I'm like, thought I'm, I knew. I'm 15 minutes into this movie, and he just texts me, and he says, Kenzie's not watching this with you, is she? And I was like, Andy, a dog dies in this movie? <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. I was just asking. And I was like, no, definitely I was like, not. why else would you ask? There's only one reason you would ask if Kenzie's watching this movie. <laughs> Yeah, and he's I, like, no, 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 dog, no, not at all. And I was like, how could you? And I was so mad at you. But then when you told me you hadn't seen the movie, I was like, all right, I don't feel, I'm not as mad <laughs> at you. I, I thought you did this to us. But. I was I was hoping to watch this with my girlfriend because I figured she'd like it. But due to scheduling constraints, she was working. So right. she was so just was like 10 feet away on her, in her home office. So I was watching the movie and she could kind of hear it over all her air conditioners go and stuff like that. So when uh-huh. like that scene happened. I waited for it to finish, and I paused it and came over to her. I was like, I'm glad you're not watching the movie. She's like, did a dog die? And I was like, yeah. She's yeah. like, I thought that's what I heard. <laughs> I, yeah, because Kenzie is in the same boat with me, that how much we like love all the Taika Waititi movies. And the whole time I was like, oh, man, she would love this movie. And I was like, oh, well, now she can't see this movie, so oh, well, never mind. I thought I thought the death was well done in the, in the way that, like, it, it – it earned it, I think. Right. But it's it's still it was rough. It, yeah. <laughs> it was a necessary bit in the scene, but it was rough. It's always rough. <laughs> I'm glad that both of them didn't go. It was only Zag. Right. And I was kinda worried that Sam Neill wouldn't make it to the end. Mm. Just because of how it was I like leading that might to be maybe where it went. Right, yeah. I thought that was gonna be it, but the I was like, there's no way it's gonna end it with them that mad at each other. Mm. Right. And he shoots him in the butt. <laughs> yeah. Which is great. <laughs> I love that. The, yeah, again, you t- touched on this, but, like, literally the army gets involved. Like, it's, it's just, like, like, to the 10th degree of, like, yeah, tanks, a ton of army men. Like, just also, I, crazy. I really, I really, I thought it was really funny how, like, every time we see them, it's, like, a month has passed that they've been yeah. in there. Right, so like yes. at the end, they're like, how long have you been running? And he's like, like five months or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, like when Sam Neill finds him, it's been weeks. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's been like, they he's been missing for like four or five weeks at that point. I was like, oh, okay, time has passed. Yeah. yeah. 
Or he's like, whoa, when did you, sh- like, shower last or, like, clean yourself last? Uh-huh. He's like, a month. It's like, oh, okay, that much time has passed now. <laughs> there was, yeah, just a ton of, like, offhand comments about, like, yeah, so much time had actually passed. I love his uh, anger haikus. Yes. <laughs> so mm-hmm. good. And it's a nice pay, it's, like, a nice setup and payoff for the end. Because that, right. the, the haiku that Sam Neill says... Almost got me a little choked up. It was uh-huh. so sweet. Aww. It was a very Andy. sweet ending. Aww. Yeah, it was. I didn't feel anything, but it was a good ending. <laughs> yeah, Sammy <laughs> has no heart or soul. No. Unless it's an anime girl with anime titties. It's the only time he can feel anything. <laughs> it's the only time I cry? Is that what you're telling me? It's the only time when a monster forms itself oh. out of giant anime titties. <laughs> At least during the month of August. Right, yeah. yes. Only in August. Next month you could feel. <laughs> No, not even, no. <laughs> August is the only time I'll feel something. Other than that, I feel nothing. <laughs> yeah. Can confirm. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm, it, it, like Raymond said, I didn't expect Bella to die, but she was so good. I, I like loved Bella. Like from the, from the beginning, I was like, she's so great. But she, she passed away. Which they I didn't touch I, on, I was it just a heart attack? Was... Yeah, there's like there's no cause given, and yeah. like, there's you don't see any lead. There's no hint that it's gonna happen. So I really like that it went that turn. Yeah, like there was like you couldn't predict that. Right, right. So sad. The, uh, yeah, I mean, watching this and this movie is really pretty because yes. of course they filmed it in New Zealand. So like a mm-hmm. lot of the locations are like, man, this looks like it could be straight out of Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. It made me really miss watching movies in theaters <laughs> I like, man i wish i could have seen this movie in a theater i did like, like how they were i cried for a half hour right <laughs> just had to let it all out yeah um the that they use like actual animals i mean i'm sure it wasn't like actual actual animals but maybe it was but i thought that was like a cool touch too that they were showing the the nature uh, of yeah yeah the wildlife of new zealand the bush cool too the bush the like that weird there's a bush that weird slug that he said was a, the, the eel that he kept calling a slug. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was gross, but apparently it tasted good. <laughs> I mean, if you haven't eaten much of anything for a month, it, it would for me. <laughs> right. I, I, mean, he's, I like he's imagining the... his dog as cake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a hamburger. <laughs> Taika Waititi is very good at writing like awkward, just sweet children. Mm-hmm. And making it not like cringy awkward, but like cute awkward. Yeah, it's like with the kid Jojo Rabbit, and then like just like the little lines that the kid has in this one. Like, what are you gonna name your dog? He's like, oh, maybe Tupac. And she's like, what's a Tupac? And he's like, he's like a famous rapper and also my best friend. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I thought it was gonna do the same kind of thing with the Amber person when he talks about Amber. Uh-huh. I thought he was gonna reference someone famous, but it turned out not to be. But that's what I expected. Like he's like my friend Amber. I was like, who's that? And I thought it was gonna be like someone famous that he'd. Yeah, I googled just, it just to see if there was like a reference to anything, but I couldn't oh. find anything. Yeah, just his friend Amber. Just his friend Amber. Yeah, I thought that. And then he does name his dog Tupac. That was great too. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Tupac. I thought he was going to name it Zig because he mentioned mm. that to that the other dog's name is Zag and he was like, yeah. you should get another dog and name it Zig. So I thought he was going to do that with his dog, but yeah, went with the good old Tupac. So good. Sam Neill is so good in this. So He's good. He's an incredible actor. 
<laughs> I mean, he he goes. I mean, you you get immediately what character he's going for, but he sells it like so well that like he's he's nice either way. Like it's a fun character turn for him to be like a gruff jerk, and then like to see him be like soft and opening up is just as is just as funny and sweet. Because like. Same time. What I also like, yeah, is that they're opening up to each other, but not admitting that they're opening up to uh-huh. each other. Like, they're still, like, saying things to each other, like they're not opening up, but they actually are. Well, it's like the are. reveal of, like, Sam Neill's character being unable to read, which, like, happens pretty early on, but then, like, it's just, like, between the two of them, every time Sam Neill comes across something, he's like, you read this. Right. <laughs> like, when he, they do the dog's grave, and he's like, what's that say? And he's like, zag, and he's like, that's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or that, it, and I didn't catch on the poster. I thought it was just referencing something that, because the or the want wanted thing that they, they found uh-huh. in the hut where it said manslaughter on it, yeah. and that didn't click with me. That I was like, I thought it was just referencing that this potentially could be manslaughter, but then mm-hmm. it turns out that it, he was arrested for manslaughter earlier in his life mm-hmm. for right. something that he did. So I I, I didn't right, catch he was that. In jail but then, before. right, yeah. Which I, is interesting. I, would child services let somebody go, let a kid go live with someone who was in jail for something well, like that? They didn't even know who he was, and also their house oh. inspection was like, does that look good? Yep, looks good. Because yep, like, they were trying right. to just find something for you. To, to, to go find him in jail. Right. Yeah. And then they did, once she had passed away, be like, you can't live with this guy anymore. Uh-huh. So they did right. have that part of it, at least. But you're right. But they d- obviously did nuts, not. That's you know. Right, yeah, he's like, already lived. I didn't. Off and be like, well, oh, now we gotta there's take only you. a single parent, then yeah. now that's unacceptable. Right. I, I had the same thought, too. But now knowing that, I guess he was known, or went to jail for manslaughter, that could have been a part of it. To be like, you can't live yeah. with this, or have this child anymore. But yeah, I thought the same thing. I was like, what, what has changed except that... Uh. <laughs> There's only one person now. Crazy. 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 It was a good, <laughs> it was a good time. I yeah. went in with very low expectations, but I expected to really like it. And I was, you know, pleasantly surprised that mm-hmm. I liked it as much as I did. Yeah, I, I was... probably go back and I just, watch it. I knew it was going to be good because, yeah, I don't think I've not liked anything. Mm-hmm. You had the problem with the shark versus, eagle versus shark, eagle versus yeah. shark thing so I, but i had never had anything that i, I was like i know this is going to be good and yeah if you like any of taika's stuff that you've if you've ever seen recently like thor or what we do in the shadows this one you'll like too because it's it's the same yeah. kind of vein of I humor really and see Jojo part. Rabbit. <laughs> you do i'm i'm very excited to see what sort of stuff that taika does from here because he's kind of right at the he's completely hit his stride he's made it into right. mainstream people get his kind of humor now mm-hmm. uh-huh. i think that's great yeah especially because like, like thor really any... thor is different like it isn't like these movies it has well, the same kind of humor it's, yeah it shares but it's a marvel movie in the yeah, right it's yes. still in the, part of the marvel machine and right. i think i mean i think that thor was kind of like a big risk for them where they let right. him have more control and i think it wouldn't happen if we didn't have guardians one and two like, oh yeah those weren't so successful especially where because... one and two of thor was going <laughs> like <laughs> right right. he revitalized an essentially dead part of the franchise well right. i mean like after guardians that kind of opened up the cosmic side of marvel mm-hmm. for them and they went okay well that and the humor worked so in like 
Volume 2, James Gunn was able to not only make it a way prettier and more colorful movie, mm-hmm. he was able to do, like, all the humor that he wanted and, like, the fun and interesting set pieces. Because normally when Marvel brings in a director to talk about the movies that they're going to do, they already have all of the action sequences done and previzzed. And they'll say, okay, you just got to direct all the talking and in-between stuff. We already have all the action scenes done. And I think that, like, James Gunn was able to... They let him write all of Guardians 2, so he was able to write it in a way that they had to let him design and direct his own action sequences. Right, that's his his baby. And I think after that, they were kind of like, okay, we'll give a little bit more freedom on certain things, and that's Mm -hmm. how we wind up with something like Ragnarok. Which I still... the, but I also people's think... favorite character is Korg, and that is yeah, purely this kind of humor. It's literally yeah, Taika Waititi. Yeah, Taika yeah. doing this kind of humor. Yeah, and I, straight into Thor. Most people say, and I mean, I 100 think that it's the best Thor movie. Oh, oh it's uh, without a doubt by miles. Yeah, right. No, so, no shame to Kenneth Branagh, whoever or whoever did the second one. You know, but that's but, not his. We've talked right. about that. I mean, yeah. TJ thinks it's Kenneth Branagh's fault, but I don't think it's Kenneth Branagh's fault. <laughs> Kenneth Branagh did the first one. I don't remember who yeah. did the second one, but the second one was supposed to be Patty Jenkins. Right. Oh. It's a notable director. Whoever did the second one, and because they came in and said, "All right, but we're not going to let you direct any of the action sequences," she said, "No, I want to be able to direct." The All stuff, of it. I want to be able to direct the whole movie. Right. And they said, all right, then you can, here's the door and we'll hire somebody else. <laughs> oh, the, the guy who did um, Thor The Dark World, Alan Taylor, is a guy who is like a like long time TV guy. That makes did sense. Like, yeah, so Lost, The West Wing, The Sopranos. He, like, he does all of HBO stuff. So they brought in like mm-hmm. a team player. Yeah. yeah. So that makes Basically. sense totally. See, I'm excited to see Which, what... It's also the worst... It's, like, one of the worst Marvel Ugh. movies. I just love that the third or Ragnarok literally, like, recaps and does it better in the beginning. Everything of the, you need to know. Yeah. <laughs> everything you need to know, right, like, right away. Like, just, okay, we're good. We can move mm-hmm. on now. Um, I'm excited to see what Love and Thunder's going to be, because there's the talk that Natalie Portman's coming back in there, like, she'll yeah, become that's, Thor. That's not that's, talk. That's 100%. That's confirmed. real. Yeah, right. She was at so, Comic-Con. They came out she's and said she's going to be girl Thor. Thor. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's really cool. And where Endgame le- leaves off with Thor, it'll be cool to see like where they mm-hmm. take that. Right. And so I'm just, I mean, and it's Taika, so I'm just excited for that. Whenever that yeah, comes it, out, <laughs> it's kind of funny watching this, knowing that like in a couple years after the filming of this, which is ostensibly you know a very small indie movie, right? So like, so like, which he was still already big when Hunt for the Wilder People came out comparatively, but it's like the last small thing he does where he's now at like the new mainstream Hollywood like ladder top of the ladder where it's like he gets he gets a Marvel, he gets a Star Wars he's got a <laughs> old school property that he's been given in Flash Gordon, he's got his own project so he's got like and four he... things down the pipeline three like one's a passion project and three things are like big boy titles. Right. And he does... How much does he do for what we do in the shadows of the TV show? Nothing. Almost nothing. I think he's an executive producer. And I think oh, okay. he helped... Him and Jermaine helped write at least a couple of the episodes. The first it, season they did. They're not in the second... Like, they're not involved they're not, in the second season. Jermaine, oh, Jermaine isn't left. either? 
Yeah, oh, that's Jermaine. what I was gonna. I thought Jermaine was leaving for the third season, but he left before the second one. Is what I understand. Is maybe yeah. he started with the second season, but it's entirely like a writer's room by season two finishes. Gotcha. Yeah, and not Jermaine. But you know, they've. I still have yet to watch it, but they, you know, by all accounts, it's better. And you think so? It's. it's I think just it. Competent. I, I think it maintains through season two. Feels mm-hmm. like there's saw, no change if there was. So also, I have to watch. I really want to watch that one. And I almost started to watch it, and then August happens. I'll have to wait until September. Yeah, <laughs> Is there any anime in that, Andy? What are we do in the shadows? Any any anime? Uh, not that I know of. I'm oh, darn, darn it! All right, I'll have to wait. <laughs> well, we had a little we had a little Marvel talk. Do we should we have a little DC talk? Because there's been some DC news in the last couple days about a certain little Snyder cut that's happening. Oh no! Oh, well, yeah, there's this fandom thing happening yeah. on the twenty second. Oh, yeah, DC James fandom? Gunn's been hyping it forever. I just Everyone's saw that the Batman hiding. guy, the guy who's doing Batman, released a couple things that and, and he's going to talk more. Uh, yeah, Matt Reeves is going to talk more at the fandom about it. I guess basically it's going to be like DC's doing their own virtual Comic Con because there was mm. no Comic Con this year. Yeah, and this is where they're going to drop all their stuff because uh, allegedly there's going to be footage for Suicide Squad, Batman, uh, which Taika's in Suicide Squad. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Hey, there's the tie-in. <laughs> that's like I'm actually like seriously excited for that. So excited, yeah. Suicide I'm so excited. I have yeah. no idea who the cast is going to be because they listed like 20 people, and you know half of them are going to die like immediately as a kid. Right. <laughs> It'll be so good. Matt Reeves' Batman, as mm-hmm. as hyped up as it is, I am interested to see what that's. Gonna Andy, be. I almost lost my mind when you texted me. All I saw when you texted me and said. I saw Batman Court of Owls, and I thought you were telling me that the movie was going to be based off the Court of Owls comic arc, and I was like, oh my god, but it's still cool that the video game is potentially new video game is going to be Court of and Owls, I, that's pretty cool I too. But. look up, it, it's not Rocksteady, they announced they're doing a Suicide Squad game. Oh, cool. Right. So who's doing this Batman game? Uh, WB Montreal, which I believe is partially the same team that did the yes. other Batman games. Yeah, so it is. I it think... will probably... It will more than likely be very similar to the, like probably the same team. As long as they get Kevin Conroy back, it doesn't matter what happens. (laughs) Yeah, but I guess. Did you see the the CW news? No. No. (laughs) Oh, so they're. Oh, is it the CW? Whatever it is, it's the, the, Flash stuff that they've got going on. Maybe it's the Flash movie. It's the, fla- the, the, the it Flash, is the Flash movie, movie right? It's yes. the Flash movie. Is is the Batfleck is going to be in it as well as um, Michael Keaton as different Batman? What more than likely? Yes, is it going to be Flashpoint? It's going to be alternate dimensions, and it's yeah. it's going to be Michael Keaton and Batfleck, and they think probably Robert Pattinson as well. <laughs> sure, because that would that would work. And is it still going to be Ezra Miller? Yeah. Yeah. So far. Oh. So far. Directed. Directed what? by. Why are they still? By, I thought they dropped the Justice League. I thought they were like. Oh, well, they did. Sammy, but this movie has been going for like Sammy, six years. There's a little thing called the Snyder Cut that's coming out, and, and they'll just say months. that that will revitalize everything and make it bring all those people back. And they're bringing Batfleck back. I thought he yeah. was done too. He stepped down from the Batman. Yeah, he put, put like down the cowl. 
from what it sounds like, the Flash movie is going to be very like funny and jokey. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's literally like a sure. It's going to be their Spider joke cameo, right? And I was going to say I wish because it reminded me of the second Spider Verse where they tried to get everyone back, all the Spider Man back. I was like, that would have been way cooler than what this sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, yeah, the, the Snyder cuts coming, Sammy. Yeah, they're, he said he announced teaser on tw- the 22nd, two days trailer. from now. Yeah. We're getting a teaser. Gotta watch Fandom. A teaser for a movie that is how many years old <laughs> with some new footage? <laughs> three. I read a thing that said it's three years old. I cannot believe that movie is three years old because it feels like every day I see another news article about it. Right. <laughs> I was like, there's no way that movie is three years old. But I can't it believe that it's three was. years old. It feels like it's... Ah, that's... I don't know what to think about that. <laughs> I still don't know. I mean, we're obviously going to watch the Snyder Cut. We'll do an episode on it. But I don't know what oh, to feel about it quite yet. Because <laughs> all just, every clip yeah. he's shown is like a new clip. Oh. Like, also, unbes- un- like not part of the original movie. I was like, how is this possibly going to work if everything also, he shows is new clips? <laughs> so a couple, like a month or two ago when the when all the Snyder Cut stuff was being announced mm-hmm. by like HBO and stuff, the guy who plays Cyborg came oh, out Ray and Fisher. Was, Ray Fisher was like talking mad shit about Joss Whedon about he, how yeah. he was like abusive on set and stuff like that what? which is strange and today they announced that Warner Brothers is investigating it now yeah. weird they're investigating huh. the work conditions of the Justice League set are they just really trying to just dis, like get rid of that version of the movie as from inside out like as much I as possible <laughs> I just, I cannot imagine there being a cut that saves what we saw of that movie. That's exactly how I feel. Like, <laughs> but at, there at being best, something. it's an okay movie. I can't but, imagine that's, that Zack Snyder's got it in him to make a good one based on what we saw being, like, in line with everything else he did. He made but like I just said, stinkers. But like I just said, all he's shown so far are new clips. So it seems like it's just going to be a whole different movie. So maybe... <laughs> I mean, well, again, he, just because it's all him doesn't mean it's a good movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> what was it? I can't remember. What was it supposed to be? The Justice League was two movies, like like an Avengers Part One and Two sort of uh-huh. deal or something. Because I it feels like they must have had so much filmed anyway, and then trying to figure like a Suicide Squad deal where they're trying to figure out what they would and would not use later. It Probably. was going to be two movies, and also mm-hmm. um, the Steppenwolf was not going to be the main villain. It was going right. to be. What's his name? The like Dark Thanos. Side. It was gonna be Dark Side. Yeah, fucking hate Dark Side. Well, apparently... but Raymond, Raymond, Black Superman. <laughs> that's not what that is. I know. I'm just saying that's gonna be in the Justice League Snyder cut. Aren't you so Black excited? Suit, the black, the black suit. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Zack Snyder has said that Dark Side will be the main villain of the Snyder cut. Oh, that's awful. So there's going to be a so like there won't even be villain. Steppenwolf, which well, is fine because because he was bad he was bad so I'm okay if he's not in it anymore but <laughs> yeah that's just insane because like that means that how are they gonna how do they use any of the old footage only time from the original one maybe, maybe oh we'll God. get a little bit more we gotta watch the fandom on Saturday and you'll Fan- you'll find out <laughs> I won't I will just watch whatever comes out of it I will not sit through the fandom I'm sorry <laughs> yeah. But you think I mean, we'll get a teaser for anyway. for Batman? That's what I'm saying. Like, I'll just watch all the teasers. I think they've said that, yes, there's going to be footage, at least footage shown. Oh, that movie I'm so excited for. Yeah. I'm an R-Pats fan for sure now. 
and they're on hiatus. They're gonna re. They haven't restarted filming yet, but I believe they've announced that they're going to in September. They yeah, we'll never see any of these movies, but it's fun to watch the teasers for. Them. I mean, all of pretty much everywhere else in the world that's not the United States is safe enough to go back to filming. So all the stuff that's filming in other countries is fine to go back. They're so like New Zealand. Thing. Like New Zealand, I to, like London. I just want to pull it back to the movie we watched. <laughs> and then just like, the movies will come out, America just won't ever be able to go back to the movie theater. Let's move. Let's move to New Zealand. Did okay. you guys see the the AMC issues that were happening the last day or so with them reopening? Because they reopened now. I think as of yeah. today. And like, it's like multiple people were like, we went to go see a movie and it just didn't start. And they went to go find, like, an attendant. the attendant's like, oh, we forgot there were people in there. And, like, the <laughs> movie. And there was another one where it was, like, it was the same theater in Disney where they were, like, they went to go, it was, they went to go start um, a movie and instead, like, nothing came on and they just didn't even have a projectionist. So they had to, like, go find a projectionist oh, yeah. to turn on the movie. It they was don't... Star Wars. They were showing Star Wars. And oh so someone God. just pulled it up on Disney Plus. As somebody Ugh. that works at that or that used to work at an AMC, I don't. They don't have projectionists. It's just the managers know how to run all that stuff in the back room because everything is automated on a right. computer system. So when something like that happens, you just have to have a manager go check it out, and they have to like reset it because nothing is projected they anymore. Just, really, they just hadn't turned anything on. So literally, they had to go get someone to hit play because they were like, oh, "We don't even know who's in where." Blow the dust off of it, try to get it to right? reboot. The computer, <laughs> yeah, the firmware. <laughs> wild, wild times. All right, well, boys. I think well, what we need to do is just do what they did in this movie and go and live in the forest. Live in the All bush. Right. Live in the bush. Bewilder people. Yeah. And then someday we'll come back down and get to see yeah, those movies. We'll travel a thousand miles. We'll eat a lot of rabbits. <laughs> maybe a maybe a nice slug. Yeah. I'm down. You guys down? Yep. Let's oh, do yeah. it. All right. Let's go. I'm yeah. sure we can get TJ on board. Well. <laughs> TJ's already out there. That's where he's yeah. moving to. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to go meet up with TJ out in the bush. But until next week, this has been Never Seen Any of This. And we'll be back next week in another episode. Are you going to plug anything? Oh, shit. <laughs> you always remember to plug stuff. What are you doing? Oh, my God. What have I done? Well, we'll be in the bush, so like we won't be able to You're right. That's a good anything. point. You don't need to plug anything. We won't be able to respond. But if you want to send us a uh, like a tweet or something, you can send it to at NSEOTpod. And if you want to send us an email, you can send it to never seen any of this pod at gmail.com. There yes. we go. And then for and updates. And now we can go out to the yeah for <laughs> updates you can go check our facebook page just search yes. never seen any of this and our uh, patreon see... no we don't have a patreon no the facebook is our patreon that's where it gets oh, posted that's first right. so that's right so uh <laughs> that's where you can get any updates so on that note now we will say we'll see you next week for another episode of never seen any of this but until then <laughs> bye bye, bye.